Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of MetaStation. I'm Claire. I'm a 34-year-old writer in Portland, Oregon. I'm Erin. I'm a now 34-year-old English professor who is also in Portland right now. Yes. (laughs) Erin is visiting in town for her birthday, and our birthday gift from the universe to Erin is today we got to interview Mike Beach, who, of course, as you know, played the character of Charles Pike. We hope that you enjoy it. We took some listener questions at the end, so please enjoy our interview with Mike Beach. So thank you so much for agreeing to uh, come on our podcast. This is like a big thrill for us because we just started this like two months ago as just kind of for kicks, not thinking that anyone would ever listen. And it's actually kind of become a thing somehow. So like this is a humongous thrill and we're really, really like appreciative and and oh, my pleasure. Yeah, I'm glad. Hey, nothing wrong with kicks. That's right. <laughs> and you got to get it where you can, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and we're also big Pike fans, and so we were excited yes. to get the chance to talk to you because we just, all season, we have just had lots and lots of thoughts about Pike and Pike's arc and Pike's relationship with the other characters. And so, yeah, so we're just, we're, we're thrilled to get the chance to talk to you. <laughs> well, it's, it's my pleasure. I'm glad that we got to hook up. So we wanted to start out asking you about how much you knew about the character of Pike when you were hired onto the show, like how much of the arc you knew at the beginning, and if there were some ways that it surprised you as it evolved. Well, I didn't know too much about Pike before we started shooting. I did have a quick conversation with Jason, and he told me that eventually, the big news they told me that Pike would become Chancellor. And he told me that, uh, you know, he told me when Pike landed, he, most of his people were killed, told me about the children. And that's pretty much all I knew. And I knew they wanted me to do eight episodes, somewhere around eight. So that's what I was contracted for. And that's kind of it. And then I was on the set. (laughs) As the character evolved, how much of that came from the script? And, And we know from other interviews with Bob and with Ian that the three of you worked together quite a lot to sort of develop the arc and to, to develop your character. So how much of the character Pike as you came to understand him came from the scripts versus came from the work that you guys did as actors on the set? Well, there are three things that create a character on TV or film. It's the written word, mm-hmm. it's the actor's work, and then it's the edit. Those three things are huge. Right. And you think even after the actors work, once um once they edit, they can they can almost do anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So so it's you know those three things are the character, you know. So and I am somewhat obviously each thing is limited by the other thing, the thing right. that came before it. So for me, most of what I had to work with was what was on the page, and then um, some of the some of the work that Ian and I and Bob and I had done. But you know, even if we talk about our relationship and what it was and how long we've been friends and all of that stuff, if it's not on the page, it's really hard to show it. Right. You know, the thing about filmmaking is that really it's it's of course it's what's about what's what's said but it's so much more about what's seen mm-hmm. you know because the the those those intimate moments where there may not be any dialogue is also a, a large part of what makes a character 
So it's not obviously not just what's said, but a lot of what's seen. And no, and that can happen in two seconds or three seconds. Yeah. And if it's edited, you know, out or not, it's just really it's really hard for an actor to do, especially in TV, a whole lot more than what they have written on screen, you know, on the page. Because it's funny, I mean, I, <laughs> I obviously see Pike a lot different than probably 95% of the audience. One of the things I that I found really fascinating about Pike all the way along was that there would be moments sort of sprinkled throughout where you would sort of get flashes of backstory or his relations with other characters. I kept thinking, like, there's so much more going on with this guy below the surface. You know, he's not a one-dimensional villain. We kind of were wondering, were there moments that were really important to you as an actor in sort of your sense of the character and developing the character that, like, we, the audience, didn't get the chance to see? Yes. Yes, but but at at the same time, I think that's true for every, almost every character. It's not unique that stuff that the actor wishes was on the screen is not on the screen. Of course, sure. It gets gets chopped up. But for me, I thought, like, there's a lot of stuff between Bob and I, between uh, Pike and Bellamy, where there are little moments at the end of scenes or somewhere in the middle of scenes where it's not said but i think where you really where you really see that pike cares about bella yeah oh yeah yeah he you know he you know everybody thinks that oh pike is just trying to manipulate bellamy and don't get me wrong he is but i i don't think truthfully most people are trying to manipulate other people sure Mm -hmm. absolutely whether they know it or not yeah. To do what they want to do because for whatever reason they think their point of view or what they're trying to do is the best way to get something done. Yeah. But I think that some things that were lost were those smaller moments where, you know, Bellamy shows concern and Pike accepts that and says, listen, you have right to be concerned. I understand that. I'm concerned as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I I believe that this is the best way to go about doing that. And mm-hmm. and in some of the some of the episodes, there were actual there was actually dialogue that backed that up. Right. That was gone. We and wondered then, about that. Yeah, and then yeah. and in other cases there were just, you know, smaller moments, you know, where I'm I'm really concerned about Bellamy about losing him, you know, mm-hmm. on you know, in terms of the battle between Kane and Pike, right? You know, losing him in terms of that battle, but also, you know, losing his respect. You know, mm-hmm. his 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 need to have Pike's need to have Bellamy on his side was more than for Pike to me anyway. It was never about winning. It's about safety. It's about survival. It's about keeping the people that mean most to him alive and if other people have to die then they have to die because that's the way it is that's how the world works you know that we landed in so for you in pike's relationship to bellamy and his sort of need for bella to keep bellamy on his side is there is there like an emotional component to that for pike i think so i think one of the things that really matters to pike more than anything is children yeah you know and and although 
uh, the kids on the, on the show are not children. They, they are to Pike, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 yeah. years ago, they were just, you know, you know, eating their boogers, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and, um, I think, you know, he knows all of them. He's taught all of them for many years. And, and I, I, I just assume that for the most part, most people know each other. Mm-hmm. Particularly when you're tops in your field on the arc, yes. You know when you, you know, e- even though I've always felt what Pike was almost irrelevant on the arc because <laughs> when he was teaching, nobody would ever use. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, He's like until, a guy who teaches Latin or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, until we get down to the earth and you or, or about to get down there, and then he becomes extremely important. Yeah. yeah. When we got to the episode where we got to see Pike in flashback with the kids and also the scenes with his relationship with Jaha, was there any of that that sort of surprised you or changed your kind of view of his backstory and who he'd been on the arc or did that all sort of fit with how you'd been interpreting him? It, to me, it fit with how I was interpreting mm-hmm. yeah. him. And, you know, it was funny because one thing, a lot of the writers and, and even Jason you know, Jason has said uh, we should have we should have done the flashback earlier. Yeah, it would have been helpful. Yeah, uh, to us as viewers, it would have been <laughs> yeah. helpful. I, mean, look, I I completely understand how people feel about Pike. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not um, in any kind of fantasy world that yeah, that, yeah, of like, you don't really understand him. I think I think the, the for a large part the Pike that was presented. Uh, was somebody that you know you weren't supposed to like, and you mm-hmm. weren't you. Know, I but when when I took the job and when it was described to me, even in the first couple of episodes, in my mind there would be much more of a balance between the two sides. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you would see you you know that that the audience would actually say, hmm. I see this point of view and I kind of see that point of view. And, you know, I always knew there'd be more people with Kane because he's been there for two years. Sure, right? of course. So you right. know him. Yeah. But I, I thought it would be, you know, maybe maybe a 70-30 split, you know, mm-hmm. 65-35. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. something like that. And, I, and it wasn't until I got the script where I killed Lincoln that I that was hard for me to justify. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was like, you know, yeah, I don't, you know, it's not, it's not even, it's not even close. And because remember, we filmed pretty much, we filmed everything before yes. anybody saw anything. Which changes things a lot because you don't really have a sense of what that audience reaction is going to be while you're in it. Right. And you don't know the edit. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you know, you're filming episode eight and you thing. saw episode one and you're like, oh, okay, that's the yeah, way it's going. Yeah, that episode with the almost execution of Kane and Sinclair and the execution of Lincoln. So for you as an actor, like, how did you sort of find Pike's choice to make those decisions? Because that's a really there's a lot happening for Pike in that episode. Like, yeah, and to be honest, there was a there was um the scene where I actually sentenced him to death. There, that scene is is the middle of the scene is cut out. Oh, right. I wondered about that because Ian had mentioned, there were some things we heard in other interviews that made us sort of wonder, was there, was there more in that scene than the part that we saw? 
Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a time in the middle of the scene where where literally Pike bends down to Kane at the table and he talks about their friendship. In the in the script it says um it says something like Pike is um I wish I could remember the exact words, but basically that he was uh, undeniably emotional, oh, you know, something yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't undeniably, but it was that that he's not, you know, his emotions are taking over because Kane is a very good friend of his. Right. When we did the scene, it's funny because uh, Ian and I have been tweeting, about, you know, about the moment that that we fell in love, <laughs> and and it was really it was really that scene because when I come down to him and I talk about our friendship and, you know, I'm, I'm tearing. I'm, I'm almost crying. I'm basically crying. You know, water's coming out of my eyes. We're looking at each other. He's, he's feeling it with, it was a really, it was really good. And the, and the the director fought like like hell to keep that in. Yeah. But, you know, it was felt that that's just not, that wasn't Pike, you know, and and also time, you know. Yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, that's the problem, right? Because it's, there's like three storylines per episode and they have to figure out how to, how to balance right, out time. Right. Yeah. So it's, but, you know, I mean, honestly, you know, a lot of shows um, learn and, and, you know, maybe they will somewhere down the line, but, you know, you, you well, I'm not, well, you, you have to. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> but, um, but it was it was a really it was a really powerful moment that I have been having pieces of throughout the season. Yes, yeah. But it was it was given to me in the in the script, mm-hmm. and uh, and they literally said, you know, when you see something that says, you know, you know unconditionally emotional or whatever, you know, whatever that word is that I don't remember. Um, (laughs) I said, yeah, okay, I'm going to go for it because I know that this is the, I am putting my friend to death. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I can justify it. I'm not, I'll get into that in a second, but, but the, it's not something that he wanted to do, but it was something that he did and that he, you know, he did with, you know, everybody up on the arc did it constantly. All the time, for, right, yeah. For far, far less than what Kane had done. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so it was, a, it was a lot of fun for me to play and to go there uh, unapologetically. And I think that might have been the word, unapologetically emotional. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, and then... One of the producers that was there said, uh, you know, let's do another version where I'm not so, you know, the, the, the whole scene is not so um, personal. Mm-hmm. And so we did we did we did it two ways. I did one much, much harder, more matter of factly, um, including the middle section. And. They use that other take. They use the harder take, and they and they still they cut out the middle section. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's again that's when you're crafting a character, uh, and you go to the editing room. 
that's you know that's what you do and you say so well we don't think pike would show what some might call weakness i I don't call it that but some might call it that and since those little moments were kind of taken out in the in the episodes before that you get to this big moment and it doesn't maybe it doesn't make sense so you know they they take it out right right but that's the, those are the things that, and and again, I don't think I was going against the character because that is who, that is what the writing told me to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, as as an actor, you go, well, if I don't, if I don't deal with the conflict in front of me, which is that I am putting my one of my best friends, and the way Ian and I talked about it, we were best friends, but I'm putting one of my best friends to death. And so I, I don't think I can do that matter of factly. Yeah, right. yeah. And, um, you know, so, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of wonder as an audience member, we have no way, of course, of knowing, you know, what are the things that were scripted or were even shot and then sort of ended up on the cutting room floor. And you might maybe sometimes get a slice of them in the, you know, deleted scenes on the DVD, but there's so much that we don't know. But it's built into the actor's performance, you know. So everything that happens that we do see of Pike that you're playing a person who had that relationship with Kane, and so it feeds into all the stuff that happens after. Because I do feel like Pike comes across as someone who has that sincerity and who has that really deep relationship with everybody on the arc. So we sort of wondered a lot about, like, I wonder what Mike thinks about Pike's backstory with all these people. Yeah. Because you get bits and pieces of it, and it's, it's like, so interesting to me. And, you know, I mean, overall, um, you know, a lot happened in a very short period of time. Yeah. Um, and of course, they go from thinking they have thirteen episodes to having sixteen. Mm-hmm. So that changes things. But you know, it, I don't know if it changed it fast enough because they had already had the first few episodes broken, mm-hmm. ah. and in some cases written. Um, so you know, it's just. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the writers. I mean, I have nothing. Um, negative to say about the writers um that i think they did a fantastic job um and i and i would work with any one of them again so it's i'm not i'm not laying blame anywhere Mm because there is no blame it's this is the process that happens when you um create a tv show which is which is one of the things that so many people do not understand yeah not like you just go, hey, let's shoot this thing. and Yeah, yeah okay, great. Let's do it, Joe. And then you go do it. <laughs> Though it's so detailed and so arduous and so difficult to get all these moving parts together that, uh, it, it, you know, it would blow most people away. They wouldn't be able to do it, they, yeah. you know, but they think. A lot of people think it's so much easier than it is, and why don't you just do this? And why don't you just do that? But it's just not that easy. Well, and especially with a TV show that, like, like I said, like has multiple storylines happening simultaneously. So it's not like they can just be like, "What does Pike need from right. editing this episode?" You know, they have to balance it with everything else that's happening. You know, like especially like a lovely character moment like that for Pike and Kane if they're running out of time and there's something really something very important to the plot that's happening in a different storyline, like that's going to get precedence, obviously. So, right. You know, so it's just like a lot of like stuff goes into it. Absolutely. And I, I always knew that I am, I am a guest star. Right. 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 I'm, I'm ultimately, I'm a lot less important 
than most of the people on the screen, you know, and that's not to say that, uh, you know, that I think they worry the story is important. There's no doubt, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's that whose point of view are we most concerned? Yeah. With? Yeah. And Pike's point of view was not, you know, uh, of top concern. And I'm not, I'm not saying they didn't, you know, that they didn't worry about trying to give Pike a point of view. I, I think they did, but ultimately in your, and no matter what, ultimately my point of view is supposed to be the wrong point of view. Right. 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 No matter what, no yeah, matter yeah. what anybody yeah. says, yeah. I'm, I'm wrong. Um, and you know, Kane and, and other people are right. Right. Now, of course I can't, I can't see that or play that. Right. Oh, sure. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there and there were also so many things that Pike made so many valid points. The conversation that they have about food stores, you know, about like Arcadia starving to death if they can't get to arable land, you know, which are the kind of things that like only Pike would know. It's completely comprehensible why somebody like Pike with Pike's background would see the world the way that he does. So, right, right. And again, and like even in that scene where, you know, we, you know, the idea was we're just going to go in there and kill the villagers. That that actually wasn't <laughs> that wasn't what Pike was saying. And, and it, but it was because of the edit. Oh, you know, interesting. You know, he actually he said, listen, we're you know, we're going to basically we're going to try to get them out of there. But if they put up a fight, then we have to kill them. You know, but that his his go to thing wasn't, hey, let's go in there and kill everybody. He was like, let's relocate. Yeah, let's relocate them. And you know what? I don't care. You know, and don't get me wrong. He's not a nice person, but I don't no. care where they relocate. But I don't want to go in there and just kill them. Right. But we need that particular plot of land so they can they can leave and go somewhere else, which, again, of course, he's kicking them out of their homes. But it's not like let's go in there and just kill all the villagers. Right, that, right. That's not what was, you know, shot. I remember because I actually had a, you know, I had a problem with that. And I said, listen, you know, the, I don't think he should just, that should be his first uh, priority is to go in there and kill them. He does not, he doesn't want to kill anybody. Yeah. He's doing what he what he thinks he needs to do to for his people to survive. Right. Like his threshold to get to, well, then we have to kill them is maybe lower than other people, but it's not like he's just like, woohoo, let's kill people. Like, right. that's not Pike. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's yeah. right. His threshold is 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 lower because, right. because ultimately, in his mind, particularly based on what happened to him and his people when he landed, in his mind, it's survival of the fittest. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and if and if you meet somebody and you don't kill them, and you let them live, when you meet them the next time, they may kill you. Right, right. If that's how you want to live, you want to, you know, so you can feel better about yourself, you want to just, you know, let people that will kill you, just let them roam around when you have a chance to kill them, then you're going to end up dead sometime soon. So it's just, it's it's a zero-sum game for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, Pike, Pike is like, listen, why... What what are our best odds? That I I play, he plays the odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is best for us? You know, and it doesn't 
and it doesn't look there are a lot of people in in um in in arcadia whose job is not to defend not to kill not to go out there and do the do the tough job and he doesn't think everybody should do that but those that that do do that job need to be level headed enough to say um I don't enjoy this, but this is what needs to be done in order for us to survive. Right, right. Do you feel like now that the season's over and we can kind of talk about the whole shape of Pike's arc beginning to end, you know, with the things that he's been through and particularly, you know, sort of ramping up towards the finale and him teaming up with Murphy and Indra, do you feel like Pike's point of view about that changed or evolved over this season or do you feel like those same set of beliefs sort of remain pretty consistent throughout i you know people kept you know people keep saying oh pike is changing and he's growing and, and I, I don't think he is mm. i think you know like he said on um he said uh in um in the last episode um to brian you know when he's when he's he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i had to do what i had to do and, and pike just says listen that was a different war Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's what that's what we were doing for that war. Okay, now this is a different war. Now, what do we need to do to win this war? Right. Right. So it's you just know, it's and, more like now he needs Indra, so he's going to work with Indra because this is the war that they're in. Right. Absolutely. And as long yeah. as she's not trying to kill me, I don't have a problem. Right. Yeah. But as far as he was concerned, you know, because of what happened to him, grounders try to kill you. That's right. what they do. Right. When they see you, they kill you. And it's that first episode where where Cain says, uh, when they're in a cave and Cain says, not all grounders are like that. And he goes, they are to me because every grounder I've ever met has tried to kill us. Right, right. And so, and, and if all of the like young children were killed mercilessly, it's going to take a lot for me, for you to tell me that that's not true. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If that's your first, if you step off your bit of the arc and the first thing that happens is like you see some people and those people see you and then they kill your children. The first people that are killed are 15 children. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I don't mean, I don't mean Bellamy's age. I mean, you know, 10 year olds. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, and we haven't done anything. Right, <laughs> right. So we get attacked. 15 children get killed. So how, you know, and how am I supposed to react to that? And how am I supposed to, you know, not have that be the basis of what I feel about these people called grounders? Sure, sure. I mean, that trauma is going to shape every moment that you ever experience on the ground. Right. And then months after that, you know, the, the all we did was fight grounders yeah. to survive. Mm-hmm. And we lost more and more and more people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and but I totally get that, you know, people don't see that because, you know, they didn't see that happening. Right. And they've never, they didn't, they didn't experience Pike's time on, on the ground. Right. You know, they've, but they've experienced two seasons of, of everybody else's. So, and of course, in the second season, they come to love grounders. Right. So almost like as far as the audience is concerned, all grounders are good. Right, right. <laughs> well, and it's such an important piece of context, too, that Farm Station lands in the middle of us Gata territory, who has a completely different relationship with Lexa, with the treaty. 
there are completely different kind of grounder. And so the experience that farm station has bears almost no resemblance to the relationship that by this point in this story that our main cast has, you know, but it's more like the beginning of season one. But but we've watched everyone sort of evolve past that and we don't see the farm station group sort of, you know, like what that experience is like. It doesn't have that kind of sense of emotional truth that we get from watching it happen. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, because that's the, that's the power of, of film is that you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yes. I totally get that. But yeah. then they go, oh, well, you met you. Okay, so you met Lincoln. So you you should know right off the bat, okay, Lincoln is a good guy. And they go, well, well I don't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you met, you met Indra. And so that should be enough that you know that not all grounders are bad. And I go, well, no, it's not enough. No, no. <laughs> not enough at all. Now, obviously, I, I think um, over the, over a few episodes, he did come to, I think, I think the I think the person he respects the most, believe it or not, in this show, uh, by the end by the end, is Lincoln and Indra. Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. it. I believe yeah. it. You know, because those are two people who have like similarly consistent, you know, moral viewpoints yes. that they operate by, right? right. Like you might right. not agree, but like they are they're very similar to Pike in a lot of yeah. kind of like core ways. I feel that way, yeah. The moment right before the execution where Pike tells Lincoln that he'll honor his commitment, like, I can't free your people, but I'll keep them alive. I completely believe him. I 100% believe that in that moment of like, I respect you as a leader of your people. You did what you have to do. I'm doing what I have to do. But I was like, Pike is absolutely going to hold up his end of that deal. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. He would, would, to his death, he would keep that that promise because- That's what he said. And that's, you know, and you, you know, if you can find a place where Pike has done something that, you know, he said he wouldn't do or, you know, I I don't, you know, maybe somebody can find it. I have no idea, but that's not, that's not Pike. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always really interested in characters where you always know where you stand with this person. You know, like you just straight up, this is what it is. It's refreshing and it's an, it makes it, I think, easy to believe that, when he says something that sounds genuine, you believe that it's genuine, you know, because Pike's a straight shooter. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we like Pike. We were sad that yes. he died. We were really upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, at what point did you know that was coming? Uh, not till the last episode. Not till I got mm. the script. Wow. And I mean, there were a lot of people that didn't know, um, you know, including some of the writers, you know, um, but ultimately, and I totally get it, you know, ultimately, you know, Jason said to me, you know, you killed Lincoln. And so, you know, you have to, he has to die. Pike has to die. And, um, you know, whether I agree with that or not, it's really not for me to say. It's his show. It's, you know, um, you know, he feels he knows his audience or what his audience wants or, uh, you know, whatever. I, and it's not, you know, it's it's okay. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I've been at this for a long time, and I would I would love to stayed on because I love the cast so much. But um, I it happens. I accept it. I move on. Yeah. So I actually wanted to ask about the flashback episode. 
there's that moment when, you know, you're like kind of when Pike's reaching a desperation point, you know, they're about to be sent down to the ground and the kids aren't listening to him and he kind of snaps, you know, and he turns on Murphy as a kind of way to motivate the kids. And I just wanted to ask you, you know, for you or, or for Pike, how did that sort of like switch happen? You know, like what is it exactly that that for you kind of like motivated that very extreme turn for Pike? And um, and for you, do you, was that like a was that like a key turning point for Pike that shaped who was going to be on the ground, or was that like a piece of the, the arc for who Pike would become in a few months when he went down with the rest of the arc? Yeah, that's a that's a great question because we actually talked about that. Like um, the director Dean White, who's like the the, the guy up there, he's the main cat. Uh, that was the only moment where he said, "I want to see a little bit of the ground, Pike." Okay. You know, mm. right here. But prior yeah. to that, you know, was, but at the same time, I wanted to, I still have to be the guy, I have to be a, a passionate guy, you know, passionate yeah. teacher. You know, I, 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 that's how I, I find Pike is very passionate. So I think he teaches that way, you know, not, not, you know, going after kids, but he, you know, he really wants people to grasp what he's saying, you know, yeah. and, in this particular episode, because he he knows that literally, if they survive the landing and the radiation, that these things are the things that are going to keep them alive. And if they don't, if they don't um, pay attention to this stuff, that they can literally die. And, right. And I didn't understand, or Pike doesn't understand, why Jaha wouldn't tell them. You know, so that they would know how important this was and that they would be active participants in class. You know, of, of course, there are a lot of I can I know a lot of reasons why you wouldn't tell them. But most of them is like, well, you can you can contain it because they're prisoners. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not they like they're talking to their family. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, and then back to prison, you know. So Pike is at his most desperate. It's like, listen, I, there's no way that I can teach you guys anything. So I think the the last straw, the last thing I can that I can teach you is that you need to band together and you need to protect each other and fight like hell. And he has one line where he says, it, you know, you have to, you need help from more than the people from your station. Yeah, yeah that felt like a really important moment. Yeah, and and I think. Um, you know, these kids have no idea what's about to happen to them. Mm -hmm. So so they're still in the most useless class that they can ever exist. Right. As far as they're concerned. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> and and so I just, I think Pike, Pike says, listen, if there's any one little morsel that they can get from this is that they, they're going to have to learn to band together and fight, you know, together. Because you know, Pike's one of his lines in the in the episode was, uh, you know, what what's the key to survival? You know, is the to fight no matter what. Once you give up, you're dead. Yeah. And um, so at that point, it wasn't like, okay, well, you're not, you know, I I'll teach you about fire and about berries and about, you know, <laughs> you're not listening to that. So right, right. What's the one thing that hopefully you can leave here with? Um. And and obviously there are certain people that have listened and know how to build fire, you know, like Octavia and 
and and stuff like that. So so clearly some people have had listened and were able to do it. Um, but I think that was it. It was like the last straw. What can I what can I possibly do? Because Pike was willing to go down there with them. Yeah, it was the one was so moving and so unexpected when he asks to get sent down with the kids. That just felt like such an important statement about the person that he is that felt like again sort of feeding into that sense all the way along that like he's just so motivated by helping as many people as possible survive and so that kind of metastasizes and hardens into this very sort of kill or be killed mentality that we see on the ground but that all along it's just like how do we keep as many people alive as possible yeah. you know I mean, this is one reason why you know, as an audience, I watched, we watched that, um, that flashback and I thought like, man, I wish I had been able to see that earlier because that really sort of like drove home in a more concrete way. How, how deeply Pike cares, you know, like you really got the sense yeah. that he just like, he cares about those kids. And I think everybody feels that same way in terms of, wow, we should have done something like this mm-hmm. a few episodes earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, because he had done so much uh before then that you just you don't understand because obviously most people <laughs> if i i tell you the hate that i got that i get on twitter oh, right? oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> literally and not just pike a lot of it is directed at michael beach you right know? right mm. just people have a um, hard time separating character like, from actor yeah <laughs> people people assume that it's that there's there's a sort of gray area between actor and character where people you know hate the character and they're like i'm gonna yell at this actor because this fictional character did this fictional thing and it's like that's not quite how it works <laughs> oh yeah oh not i mean they, i mean i had stuff where they not just wanted to you know kill me but talk about my family oh god oh, oh. just like wow oh man <laughs> man you yes. just go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... And at some point, you know, I just decided, you know, because I used to try to debate with people, sure. you know, in a friendly way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, I am a friendly, warm person. That's you how are. I am. Yeah. But then I just decided, you know what, I, I, I'm not going to change anybody's mind. And, I, and mm-hmm. I'm not trying to. But mm-hmm. um, so I just said, you know what, if, People are going to feel the way they're going to feel. There's nothing I can do about that. But all I'm going to do is be positive and, yeah. and just leave it at that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's all I can do, you know. Yeah. So, because I had it, I had it, I mean, it's it really, I've been working in film for film and TV for over 30 years. And it's been just a great experience for me. And I loved it so much. And Twitter is a, you know, new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like for a lot of young people, it's, you know, it's um, it's it's a part of you know it's it's always going to be a part of the business for them. Mm-hmm. But for me, <laughs> you know, I've been doing this for so long. Twitter is kind of new, and um, but I think I just want to. Uh, there's no reason for me to be negative in any way. It's, it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't accomplish anything. It doesn't. There's no point to it, so mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says to me. I'm I will not be sucked into being negative about it. It's just yeah. not going to happen. And if you respond to it, it feeds into that energy. You know, yeah, like it doesn't exactly. doesn't shut it yeah. down. It just sort of feeds it. So, like you know, feed the energy you want to see, which is the positive energy. Yeah, and that's, that's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. 
Um, well, you're just like so awesome on Twitter. Like, yeah, we, all, we love you. We love you. <laughs> we like, think you're great. Everyone, yeah. All of our friends love you. <laughs> We're all big fans of your Instagram. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. I have so many pictures. I mean, I, I think I have more pictures left than I actually posted. Wow. Um, so, you know, I'm like, oh, what do I do with all these things? <laughs> you know, and it's like, so, if, I mean, eventually I'll put them all out. But yeah. I, I don't. I'm not going to, like, just dump them all out, I think. I'll just, you know, kind of... Sprinkle them out. Yeah. You got to, like, post one every Thursday at showtime between now and when the show comes back. Yeah. You know, I might do that. I also have I also have a few videos. You know, oh, cool. Like oh, nice. You know, so I figured I'd, you know... And I love... I, I, I can imagine, um, you know, just being a person walking... Like, if I were able to meet... Well, I've met some really amazing um, actors that I've looked up to, I've met and I've worked with. And and I can imagine somebody who's not in this business and being able to have contact with somebody that they see on a regular basis. Um, that, that's really powerful and that it means something to them. And so... Uh, that's why I that's why I like doing it because I just you know I mean obviously I'm just a regular cat I you know I live in my house with all my kids and, you know that's most of my life taking care of my my wife and my children paying my bills and you know stuff yeah, like that yeah. that's really most of my life but if there are a few people out there that you know that feel good because I send them a tweet then what? That's like no fucking problem for yeah. me. <laughs> it's like so simple. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I, it makes me feel good too. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I like about Twitter. That's the thing I like. That's about. the yeah. lovely part about Twitter. And you know, with with behind the scenes photos, I know that like it's been it's been so great, and the and the fandom like we just are so appreciative of it. And a lot of it is just because like you know, as fans watching, I think. Most fans like to imagine. We like we look at you guys. We don't know you, but you know we're like right. attached to your characters, and so we like to think like it's nice to think that you're all having fun and that you're friends. And so anytime we see like background photos that that show like these people that we sort of vicariously care about and want to be happy are happy and they like each other and they're having fun and they're friends, then like that just it's just it's just nice. You know, it's like kind of a weird thing because <laughs> we're not actually a part of it, but I think it's just that a general sense of like. We sort of like, we like you abstractly and abstractly we want you all to like each other. So it's just, it's nice, you know what I mean? <laughs> and we do. I mean, we, you know, and I've been on a lot of TV shows and that's not always the case. And, and it's not to say that there aren't problems on The 100 because there are, you know, but yeah. in general, um, like I don't go to work and go, oh my God, I don't want to see so-and-so today because, you know, blah, 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 or they're going to be, you know, complaining about this no it's it was great like every person i got to work with was fantastic even though the ones that i didn't really get to work with much i would see them you know when we go out to drinks or mm-hmm. um you know something to eat you know it was always it was always fantastic and i just you know it was it was a really uh really nice part of uh, my my career and my personal life and uh and I'm going to see a lot of these guys, um, you know, from now on. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, even though I'm not on the show anymore, it's, I'm going to see them a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And that just, I mean, you know, like, that makes us as fans really happy. So 
so we really do appreciate like you posting that stuff. It just kind of like puts a lot of positive energy back for us, you know, to sort of see that stuff. It really does mean a lot. So thank well, you so, so much. It's my pleasure. I'm going to keep doing it too. So great. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> and even, I know even next season, you know, I'm sure during this season, cause I always work in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Up shooting something. You know, I'm going to go up to set and I'm going to snap some pictures, too. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Excellent. You're like, a, like the little, like, exclusive hundred paparazzo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ian calls me. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you never know where your damn camera is. <laughs> You're a menace. <laughs> I, I don't really. This is the. That's not something I do on a lot of shows. Yeah. I mean, this is really the first time. That uh, I didn't do it in the first episode, and I wish I had. I actually have one or two pictures from the first episode and um, a couple that I posted. But uh, there were a lot of shots I wish I had gotten, but that's kind of new, too, you know, to yeah. have a, you know my camera there and to be yeah. able to take a picture anytime and to post it and all that stuff. So um, it was, this is definitely the most that I've ever done and probably will ever do but but yeah i'll be i'll be in other jobs i've done since the hundred you know i've taken a couple of pictures but nothing like i did yeah on the hundred yeah that's awesome that makes us really happy it's like yeah. oh they all really love each other <laughs> they do they, they do we do really have a great time we really do honestly do. so this is a probably good transition so we have just a few minutes left uh we have a couple of listener questions one listener wanted to know um, what your favorite story, like your favorite onset behind the scenes story was from the season. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that you can safely say. Yeah. <laughs> it won't get us in trouble with anybody else. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I think you mean like hanging out or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Or just, yeah, you know, well, like something funny I, that happened on the I set. Think, uh, one of the best times I've had actually up there is hanging out with Isaiah who I known for a long time. Yeah. We've never worked together. And, uh, you know, we were, we were never friends. Um, but now we've become, you know, very good friends. We talk to each other all the time, but going up cause Isaiah smokes, uh, cigars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would, we would, uh, hang out at night in front of the, in front of the hotel, and eat smoke. And uh, we just talk shit. You know? <laughs> uh, I don't really drink, but I would uh, go out to drink with him and I would, uh, you know, try to go toe to toe with him and that dude can throw it down. You know, know, those things were funny. It's just funny because I don't, I really don't drink, but as I've gotten older, every once in a while I would go take a drink. So with, um, I drink with Isaiah and I drink with, (laughs) I drink with Richard. uh, uh, (laughs) And, um, it just, uh, I just love hanging out with those guys. You know, we, you know, we get together every once in a while. And of course the problem is with Ian is that he lives in Hawaii. So it makes it more difficult right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. to hang out with. Yeah. But mm. I mean, I love that guy. I mean, he's such a good guy. Um, so I just really, I really, that's the thing I'm going to miss the most. Cause I really dig all of those cats, all of them. I have a second listener question. This is actually, Claire's like really embarrassed <laughs> that I'm actually going to ask this question. But I promise. I am not involved. <laughs> I, I promised my friend Shosh, who is another fan of the show, that I'd ask this question. And we thought that since you have, you have a little girl, right? A young daughter? I have a two-year-old. Yeah, two-year-old. Just two. Okay. 
Well, she, so I thought that maybe you would have to answer this question, but my friend wants to know if you have a favorite My Little Pony, and if so, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I have to be honest, I do not have a favorite My Little Pony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been asked that question before? <laughs> Never have. So tell her Touche. Touche. All right, got it. This is the kind of hard-hitting journalism that we do here on this podcast. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I've done my duty for my friend, so now we can, <laughs> we can check that one off the list. Well, we'll let you go. I know you had stuff to do, but thank you so much for doing this. We just, we're totally thrilled and honored we got a chance to talk to you because we think you're just totally awesome. Yes. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so thank you for taking the time. I hope that you had a good time, too. I did. Yeah, it was fantastic. I'm I'm glad that, you know, that we got to hook up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ladies, it was my pleasure. Uh, Good luck with everything in the future. We'll look forward to seeing you and all your other projects and have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Bye.